Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hello and welcome to Hyperspace Hangout, a podcast by Star Wars fans for Star Wars fans. I am Matt Starwin. And I am Ezra Skyhopper. Welcome aboard the Outcast. This is the place for all Star Wars fans where we discuss your thoughts and theories about a galaxy far, far away. As it is Thanksgiving week. We are here. We are thankful that we are getting what seems like it will be another amazing episode of Mandalorian, if not possibly the best episode of Mandalorian coming forward. Yeah, I know. This is exciting. This is like a big week. It's a, it's an exciting week. Uh, possibly Ahsoka. There's a tracking beacon. I mean, Moff Gideon. What's he, what, what's going on? The whole thing. It's 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 exciting. Uh, it's going to be a weird one. So you know, we kind of thought. The holiday special came out what last week? Star Wars Lego Edition uh, ho- holiday special. So it was great. Yeah, Matt and I were kind of like, "All right, you know what? Let's let's do something. Uh, just kind of a real quick uh, episode here." So yeah, guys, so this is just gonna be kind of an extra episode this week. Um, there's so much to talk about, and one of the characters we haven't talked about a lot, and I feel like it's time to really kind of explore him is Moff Gideon. So we kind of got three talking points here. We're gonna go through them. And uh, guys, we want your we want your thoughts. We want your theories. And they're all specifically just based on Moff Gideon. So, all right, as in the last episode of Star Wars, The Mandalorian, we saw Moff Gideon at the end of the of chapter 12. And it looks like he is making dark troopers. So that's where we're starting today. You know, who is Moff Gideon? What is he making? Um, we don't really know his backstory. We don't know his origin story. There are rumors that that is actually something that may get slightly explored in the Bad Batch. Actually, there was some stuff like stuff about that on the Star Wars uh, leaks, the Star Wars uh, Reddit, uh, Star Wars leaks Reddit this week. I saw, which would be interesting, mm-hmm. um, and it would be kind of cool to see him younger. That would expand the story a little bit. We obviously know he has ties to 
Mandalore somewhere, somehow he got the dark saber. Um, do we think that he is, is he, is he kind of in charge of the whole empire right now? We're going to get to another big thought and theory about, is he working for somebody? Is there somebody behind him? Um, we know Palpatine is gone. So where we're going to start today is it, who is Moff Gideon and what is he making? Yeah. Th so who is he? Let's, let's talk about, I, I guess he did not. When we're when we first hear about him, well, we hear about you know Din is kind of talking about Moff Gideon being this uh, ISB agent and someone who is a part of the intelligence, um, you know, group their bureau in the Empire. And how does he become a Moff? Uh, which, which is interesting. I think um, Cara Dune says Moff Gideon was executed for war crimes. It's him, and she's saying this. This is something that happened like early on. You're like, wait, he was executed. He was executed for war crimes. And actually, I just this just kind of hit me. Is he actually Moff Gideon? Or, or was was Moff, was there a Moff Gideon who was executed for war crimes? And this guy has taken over his his title or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, did he take over? So the, his whole um backstory, origins, you know, whatever that might be, it's tied to Mandalore, it's tied to the Darksaber. We don't know exactly. Uh, all the details there, but I think it's interesting that that Cardoon hits on that early. She believes he's been executed for war crimes. That's a quote. That's a quote. Uh, and clearly, he was either either he wasn't, or this is somebody who is is kind of working his way up. And you know, and and you know, Din knows a different version of him than what Kara does, or or whatever. Or you know, maybe uh, maybe he did. Maybe even in the eyes of the of the Imperials, he did something bad. Or you know, think about Inferno Squad and the idea that you would want to go super in the shadows. Like, where was this guy? What was he doing during the Galactic Civil War? And, you know, now he's emerging and he has the Darksaber. If he had the Darksaber during the Galactic Civil War, that's significant. Or, or did he? You know, we, we don't know. So um, I guess I wanted to point all of that out and get some people's, you know, just thoughts and, and theories down in the comments uh, or, or in transmission form because, there's got to be more to his backstory. It can't be just straightforward that he was someone. I mean, he's a he's a fanatic. He is is like you talk about religious zealots, right? Which is what we talked about with the, with the children of the watch. And now you kind of look at um, this guy who is long live the empire, right? He is, and people are actually uh, uh, killing themselves because they're afraid to face him. Uh, he he shot up his own men. And now it starts to make sense why those guys who were on the speeders were like, hey, they had the child. Should we bring him in? Should we interrupt him? No, hey, man, he just shot a few guys down there, like some of our own people. I wouldn't go down there. Now we're starting to get the idea that this guy's nuts. He's crazy. He's on the extreme. He's an extremist. So uh, I just want to bring that up and, and, and get your thoughts on it because it's, it's interesting. It's, it makes him a bad villain. A good villain. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, it does make him a, a great villain. I do feel like he will be a good villain going forward. It definitely seems like he will be in this for seasons to come. Just some of the things that have been said in interviews. Um, yeah, what's really interesting about him is obviously he has ties to Mandalore. He has the Darksaber. It's possible he maybe he was in charge of leading the fleet against Mandalore during um, the rebellion to kind of prevent them and stop them from helping. Obviously, in we don't really see Mandalorians in four, five, and six, 
um, you know, for tons of reasons. One, maybe they weren't involved. More logical answer. George hadn't thought of it yet. Uh, right. You know, like yeah. as, as, as we're there now in rebels, which is really the last kind of canon place we can go back to, you know, we see Bo-Katan and she's got the dark saber. Now fast forward about five. Well, uh, from rebels to here about, uh, eight or nine years. And Bo-Katan wants the dark saber back. She wants to reunite her people. Um, we're going to see go, go, going forward. I think actually we will see more Bo-Katan than we will see Ahsoka. Although I do believe we will see Ahsoka in the ep, in the upcoming, in, in, in the upcoming episode. And again, as you said, for him to be a moth, he's got to be pretty high. I mean, he's pretty high up there. Um, you know, we don't really at this point know a lot of who the people are that are kind of running the remnants or the shadow uh, of the empire. Uh, if you want to, if you want to, yeah, yeah. if you want to, if you want to, if you want to go pun intended um, and, and the, and the, and the remnants of it, there's just not a lot of, of kind of information at, at this point in time. So it seems to me, obviously, maybe he has his own agenda with these dark troopers that it looks like he's, he's making. Um, so the dark troopers, we, you know, we talked about them uh, briefly. They kind of first show up in star Wars, dark forces, a video game. Uh, it's great. Actually, we're kind of doing a live stream kind of hangout of it on on our on our on our YouTube. And uh, that kind of in, in that game, you get to see Kyle Katarn, right? You, you play as Kyle Katarn and kind of go down that route. And in that one, you actually have a general. What is General Mark? General Mock is, is kind of yeah. his name. And he's kind of the one working on this Dark Forces sort of sort of project. So. It could be something similar here. They could have used him as as inspiration for for Moff Gideon, except say we're going to make it go more extreme. So he will not only have the dark saber and possibly control of Mandalore. We see that with Darth Maul in the Clone Wars series. He may also have an elite group of forces that may or may not be force resistant slash force sensitive, or just certainly more powerful. Um, with the M count, right? Blood that they're getting from, from, from baby Yoda. So guys, Hey, let us know. We want comments. We want thoughts and theories on Moff Gideon, who he will be going forward. Uh, what is he, how long has he been around? How long has he been in the empire? Is he actually who he says he is? And is he actually secretly maybe trying to get Palpatine back? Or is he just trying to say, take control? Yeah. Okay, as a uh, second kind of question we have today, as we've been talking about Moff Gideon, we are kind of doing a Moff Gideon little special run here. I'll just ask it. A very, very simple, very simple question. As in the last episode of Mandalorian chapter 12, we see Moff Gideon creating these dark forces troopers. They're after baby Yoda and his blood with high M count, metachlorian count. Is Moff Gideon himself force sensitive? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You want my answer? I think he is. I think he is. Okay. <laughs> See, sometimes I kind of beat around all this and I think I would, I do, I think he is, or do I want him to be? I want him to be, I want him to be somewhat force sensitive, you know, maybe not as strong as anyone, but like enough, you know, that he that he can dabble, uh, you know, in, in, in this sort of thing. I don't know, though. I mean, it would have to be very low because, again, if he were forced, I mean, Vader would have been on him. Palpatine would have known the whole thing. Uh, it would have been, you know, 
So he might just be obsessed with this. He might even just be, you know, to wield the dark saber, let me make something clear. You don't have to be force sensitive, uh, even just to even wield a lightsaber. You don't have to be force sensitive to wield it. Well, the lightsaber is much more, I kind of think like it's, uh, yeah, I mean, most people who wield lightsabers are, are force sensitive, but you don't have to be technically. Uh, Sabine was not. Bo-Katan, who wants it back, uh, is, is not necessarily force sensitive, you know? So I think Moff Gideon, I hope that he is. I hope that makes him a little bit more uh, formidable or something or that he's, you know, in, in some way um, more of a threat, even though I already think he's super threatening right now. What's interesting is the, is the game and the connection back to, um, you know, the, with the Dark Troopers because, like, that is, there is an element of individuals who are, who, who are who, who will be strong in the Force and that those troopers are, like, possibly, I don't know if there's some connection between the laboratory and those troopers. Those are two separate locations, right? But you could almost start to think, Maybe you're trying to create a dark trooper that could combat a Jedi or that could combat someone who is force sensitive, or maybe he himself wants a suit, you know, maybe he's going to wear a suit. That's his own type of thing. Um, I, 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 I don't know. Is he running multiple experiments? Like yeah, that's, that's the question for me is like, like how are those two things connected? But I do think he is uh, sensitive. I'm not going to say he's like full on, like would have been identified by the Jedi back in the day type of situation. But to some degree, he could be a little force sensitive um, or at least obsessed with it. And he's obsessed with power, right? So he's, he's at least obsessed with power. And so having that dark saber, uh, having Beskar, getting more of that, creating, understanding midichlorians, that's the interesting part, right? The fact that we brought up midichlorians and that he's involved and in, in, in he's obsessed with the child. He's obsessed. He wants the child. You know, I was listening to uh, Dr. Pershing again talk about in, the, in that recording, and he is warning that there's a volunteer, first of all, that the volunteer that, you know, whoever is giving themselves up may actually perish in, in, in some way. And he then also refers to the, the, the child, uh, the asset again, that with that child, we would have more blood. We could try this again, um, but our, 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 you know, We've, we've run low on that. So he kind of brings up two things. Like he threatens like, well, there's the threat to the child. And then there's also like this experiment is not going well and they need multiple trials. And seemingly a volunteer is whoever's volunteering for that is, you know, it's not going well. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But I think he's force sensitive. I do, too. Um, he's, wow. He's, he's, yeah, I didn't think you're going to say that. <laughs> well, I, I think he's 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 either one of one of two things that's going on. Um, I do think I do think it would be great to make him force sensitive because there's just I, I can just immediately think of so many cool moments that you could do in the show. We know we're going to see Ahsoka. It's possible, you know, you see him fighting Ahsoka and let's say, you know, he OK, he's got the dark saber out. Ahsoka and him are fighting. And obviously, I mean, just just knowing how Ahsoka is no slouch uh, to put it right. as as lightly right. as, as, we, as we possibly can. I mean, Ahsoka is not just good. Ahsoka is good enough to take on Darth Maul. One okay. Um, yeah, she's yeah. So we, we so Ahsoka is good enough to take on Darth Maul. So, I mean, she's very skilled. So from off Gideon to be any sort of to be to be any sort of challenge to Ahsoka, it would be catching her off guard and using the force that would be something that would cause 
her to be wow caught off guard and then it would set up for an amazing moment in which baby yoda has to use the force against him and beats him because baby yoda is that much more powerful in the, oh, in the yeah, force yeah. <laughs> and it would just be this epic great yeah. moment and i think that's ultimately what you could set up because the character i at all do not want to be force sensitive is dinjarin mando yeah the no uh -uh. he's like he, i don't want him to be right um, no. i want i want it to be baby yoda and he is so powerful in the force so uh, a fight in, in between ahsoka and moff gideon now i do think it's possible i know that a lot of people as you said that vader and and palpatine would be all over him i, I mean i do think it's possible the empire is just so big that it would be it would be possible um, for him to be force sensitive and people not know it. I mean, obviously he's rising up through the ranks, but the empire is so big. It's over a galaxy. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, and then of course it also depends on when he really starts to realize that he's force sensitive. You know, some people yeah. find it out later. Um, that may be the case with Finn, right? Uh, wow. Finn's kind of finding this, this, um, this out later. Uh, so I think that's definitely something that in itself is, is possible. Now, um, he he could be building these dark forces because he knows that the reason we lost was because of somebody as powerful as say Luke Skywalker. So he yep. wants these super yep. soldiers to be able to take down Luke Skywalker. And that would ultimately be something that would be cool. So he himself does not have to be force sensitive. I think it would be really cool. It just makes him that much more powerful of a villain, especially unless we kill off ahsoka which i don't think is gonna happen or i do think we will lose ahsoka i could see ahsoka getting injured and then we don't see her again but we think she's dead one of those situations yeah, yeah. um just because if we have force sensitive people and they don't it makes it yeah then it feels like we have the advantage every every time and i think that's one of the things that rebels did very well in that Oh, okay. We got Ezra and we have Kanan, but oh, hey, we have Inquisitor and then we yeah, have yeah. Darth Maul right. and Vader. You know, you see Vader as well. So um, I think that I think that was something really, really cool. And then they bring in somebody who's obviously just doesn't need the force because he's so good. So, guys, again, hey, let us know. Um, we really want to know your guys' thoughts and theories on some of these stuff about Moff Gideon. So, she just comment or. Uh, Hey, send us a transmission at hyperspace hangout at gmail.com. As another question for you today, as we're kind of doing this quick fire, a uh, little um, extra uh, bonus, bonus kind of episode here. And literally, yeah. guys, we just got, we're just kind of, we just kind of threw this whole thing together. We said, hey, we got a handful of questions we want to get through. So, as uh, something you and I have been talking about is the idea that Moff Gideon is going to be that kind of first villain and we may get to somebody else later. We've talked a little bit about this on the podcast. Do we think Moff Gideon is working for someone? There is someone above him, possibly other than Palpatine. There's a character that we really want to come in and that's who we're going to dive into now. So I guess I can go ahead and should I just go ahead and ask it? Yeah, go ahead and ask it. Yeah, go ahead. Is he working for Thrawn? Is he working for Thrawn? Is Thrawn coming back? Is he going to be involved in the Empire in some way? You know, I got to go back to something we were talking about earlier. Um, and it's such a small line, but it's actually dialogue in that first season when, when, when Cara Dune says that he was executed for crimes, for war crimes. And what I've read on Wikipedia and what people are kind of saying is that, well, he, he himself faked his death. So that way he wouldn't have to face 
so that way he wouldn't be hunted down. It would, it would, it would almost like the New Republic and whoever else would not come looking for him. So now, now, does have other Imperials like are do, do they know? Do, I mean, do, like it seems like this remnant is split into factions, and there's little tiny groups here and there, right? There's it's almost like with um the Children of the Watch. You've got a few tribes here. You've got a group over here. They're they're split up. Bo-Katan wants to unite them. Okay. Wouldn't surprise me if someone else like Thrawn wanted to see a united empire, something that's a little bit stronger, a little more uh, dictator-like. Uh, and, and in his view, he thought that, uh, you know, having a, a massive fleet and, and a well-stocked empire was, was very important for the galaxy because it could, it was going to prevent the, the galaxy needed to be ready for what was coming in the future. He saw an enemy that would be a massive threat. And I think it could be the whole thing that if we ever get into, you know, stuff with Ray and adventures there, or even just, even just this time between the Mandalorian and when the force awakens, you know, takes off, you could have a whole series in there where the galaxy is, is, you know, attacked by individuals that we don't, I'm not going to say use in Vong, but you, you know what I'm saying? Like there's some type of enemy out there that he's super concerned and worried about. He wanted them to be united. So if he were to step back on the stage, if Thrawn comes back, um, and I know people might say, well, look, well, what, what did that do then? You know, Ezra sacrificed himself. Ezra sacrificed himself to get him off the chessboard. Like he took Thrawn and said, you're off the chessboard. Not that he killed him or anything. We don't know that. But he said, you're not in the game anymore. Neither then is Ezra. And he's, he, they, they just, that's what happened there. So if they're both come back in, and, and they both uh, become a part of what's going on. They could be allies at this point. We don't even know. Thrawn could completely switch sides. I mean, we have no idea. I could go any direction with him. But I do know that it, around this time in Legends, you had the Thrawn trilogy. Uh, it's when his character became known. When, when, the, when Emperor Palpatine was gone, they turned to this Grand Admiral. Uh, Admiral Ray Sloan has been around. And since the Battle of Jakku and since the, the Empire has diminished... Uh, signed peace. Essentially, we should be, it's a time of peace, but we've got Imperial remnant holdouts, you know, and, and, and Moff Gideon is leading one of those. Well, Thrawn wasn't there for the peace. Okay, we don't know where Thrawn was. So Thrawn said, I didn't, I didn't sign any peace. And he comes back in and says, I don't think so. Let's unite. And that could be a huge problem. That could be something that we kind of are on the fringe of and that we see. Um, but it is always interesting when we have our, our first kind of... Um, villain who's working for someone else who who is that person working for and who are they taking orders from and if that reveal happened i would lose my ever-living mind i would lose my mind if, if you did because you don't always have to explain everything you know um there's a gap there's a huge gap that they are going to fill the ezra thron story is going to happen some at some point where is ezra i'm right here but ezra bridger is somewhere we don't know where he's at and we need to find him. We need to tell that story. And I think that's why the, the whole idea that Ahsoka is coming up in this episode is so important. She might drop some clues, some hint, or talk about where she's going to take the child or whatever it might be. And it could be massively huge for that story. So that's where I'm at on this. I think it could be likely. It makes sense that they he was a Legends character. They brought him back and, you know, during right after the Clone Wars, early on in the Empire, told his story and they let Timothy Zahn come back. You know, the, the, the trilogy. Rewrite that he wrote his story. Is, yeah. Wonderful. But where did he first emerge? 
right now, right now in this spot where he totally could step back in. And the Empire, if there is this Imperial remnant, they need someone like Thrawn. They need someone like him. Uh, Sloan is gone. They seem leaderless. And Moff Gideon is not one of those guys. I don't know, man. I, but also, I'll say this too. One counter to that is Moff Gideon is a little too radical. He's a little too far. And that doesn't seem to kind of fit in line with, with who Thrawn is. Uh, so he does seem like a, he's, he's a wild card. I'll, I'll say that because he seems like he's crazy, like absolutely yeah. just nuts. So, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. And one of the things I've been thinking about is and I, I think I've been mis- I, I think I've been kind of mistaken on this. And I, I should retract some things that I've said on the podcast before saying, well, if you get thrown, you have to have Ezra. I don't think you do anymore. Um, I actually almost think it would be awesome to bring Thrawn back, but Ezra is still in the unknown regions, like trapped there or something. And yeah. Thrawn, that makes Thrawn seem better. And then Sabine and Ahsoka, uh, you know, involved in that. Um, you, um, you know, I mean, heck, Ahsoka could tell Sabine, I know where he is, but I can't go get him. Like, I have to stay here because I have something to do. Yes. So, yes. and so, so then that leaves Ezra and Sabine's story to be itself, and Thrawn can be over here wreaking havoc. Yeah. Um, and Ezra did his job. He did, you're right. He did get Thrawn off the board during for the, for the Galactic, you know, the, the rebellion. And so that's cool. And that, and that you can have Thrawn come back into the fold and try to do things his way, try to take over. In fact, he could, you could still go down that Yuzenvong war route if you want. And Thrawn saying, no, the empire needs, forget about the new Republic. We have something else. And maybe there's a power struggle there. Um, Thrawn would just be such a great character for this series because, um, and, and heck, I mean, again, you could build Moff Gideon up to be this big bad guy throughout the whole thing. And that would be great because we don't necessarily, I, I don't want to diminish Moff Gideon as a character by saying, well, we need Thrawn to be behind him um, because we don't know. We haven't seen enough of him yet to turn him into this, into this character. Thrawn would just be a really cool character to do it because he's such a big bad person that's not Palpatine. Um, and that is working kind of, he has his own agenda as well. Um, and so it would be really, really, really cool to bring Thrawn in. And he's obviously, he's a fan favorite as, as a villain. Um, he's, you know, it's, you got, you got Vader, Palpatine and, and Thrawn. Really, those are kind of like the three big guys uh, you, you know, you, you think about. And a lot of people really love him. So I would love to see it. Um, I would love to see what happened to him out there in the in in the unknown regions. We don't really know where he was at. Maybe he knows Palpatine's out there in the unknown regions. We don't know. Sure, sure. Um, he certainly he certainly knows of uh, the Jedi. He he's fought that's against right. Ezra and and Kanan, and maybe he's the one that's ultimately behind this Dark Trooper project because he's he's things we need a way to combat um these these jedi and remember we did one we did a uh you know we talked about is moff gideon force sensitive and you said you don't even need to be force sensitive to use a a, a lightsaber well thrawn is like perfect example of that and that he's just such a skilled warrior so you you could certainly you could certainly go down that route um and maybe you know i i don't think thrawn really cares about mandalore or ruling mandalore so maybe that's moff gideon's thing as he's trying maybe there's a power struggle we don't know. There's a lot of things you could do, go down the route if you want to bring Thrawn in. Um, so, all right. Well, hey, I'll toss it to you guys. Let us know. Do we want Thrawn or do we not? Would it would bringing Thrawn back detract from Moff Gideon? Would it help the series? 
Um, do we want to see him in any kind of uh, fashion? He could be, he could be defeated. He could be, you know, no longer doing stuff. He could be trying to rebuild the Chiss uh, ascendancy. There's a, there's a lot you could do with him. Um, and you, I don't know that you necessarily have to tell Ezra's story even to bring Thrawn back. So guys, let us know hyperspace, hangout at gmail.com or, uh, shoot us a comment. Uh, and, uh, guys, we appreciate it. So, Hey, this was fun as this was just a fun little lightning yeah. round type episode. I love it. I love it. That we, that we just wanted to do guys wanted to, uh, we're just like, I, we just like, we're like, do we have like three kind of questions we could just quickly right. fire off? Um, we know it's, it's, it's Thanksgiving. Everyone's yeah. why everyone's getting ready. So it's like ah, a two, you know, a big hour to our podcast. A lot of people probably won't have time for, but maybe, maybe about half an hour or so yeah. people could yeah. be like, all right, I could squeeze this in as we get ready yeah. for, for, for hopefully it's a big Ahsoka. week. It's, it's a big week. Hey, we're thankful for our listeners. We're thankful for everyone Absolutely. who is, has been involved in the podcast and helped us out. Uh, thankful for your transmissions. So keep sending those. If you're sitting there Friday and something hits you, the force comes to you and it tells you something that we need to know that you need to share. Again, that transmission box is open. All right. Mm -hmm. So please send it. Uh, we've been doing YouTube videos on those. We've even been uh, following up on, on, you know, in, in the podcast on those as well. And they're, they've been great. They've, we've had really good transmissions and I'm, I'm impressed and I'm like really, really happy that you guys are sending those in. So absolutely guys. So, all right. Hey, well guys, as always, we appreciate you guys. Shoot us your transmissions. Uh, if you like our podcast, leave us a review or comment. Guys, again, hey, you don't have to necessarily support us on, on uh, you know, on Patreon. We do have some exclusive content over there. But an iTunes review, something as simple as that or smashing that subscribe button on YouTube is actually a pretty, especially the iTunes reviews. Guys, those are seriously enormous helps. So anybody who has done that, we appreciate anybody who wants to. We will appreciate that as well, guys. But uh, remember that traveling through hyperspace ain't like dusting clouds. of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 more you'll reach sweat platinum at planet fitness you'll get energy without the upsell never pushy always free fitness training and equipment for every workout it's fitness that fits your budget join planet fitness for just one dollar down and ten dollars a month cancel anytime deal ends friday may 10th see home club for details when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.